0: status active. Orbital status stand by. What is up guardians? This is Cosmodrome Radio, broadcasting on all frequencies from here all the way to Nessus and farther, where we are just hanging out talking about the game we love Destiny 2 every week, every week for you good people. Uh my name is Pan of the Paladin. Uh to my left, we have uh, my fellow Titan brother who is still trying to find his way in life now that Lorely has been nerfed, but he's getting there. Um the the hater figuring it out. I've been figuring the, it out. I the tried on The the you man who hates on my Phoenix cradles for no They're reason. Ugly. They're not They're ugly. ugly. They're they great
1: not exotic, they work perfectly. They're just ugly. They're I not, love how though. they work. If they got an ord, so if they got an ornament like Path of the Burning Steps, I would use them a hundred percent.
0: Trifling, trifling, Dis- disrespectful to the Phoenix crew. But I but will say, no.
1: it works perfectly for what it does and how it works.
0: A plus. A plus. <laughs> well, so how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great.
0: All right, excellent, excellent. Well, don't forget, folks, that you can follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Amazon Music, Audible, we're even on YouTube now. If you go to Cosmo Joe Radio podcast on YouTube, you you can check out the the the, the, every episode of the show in a video format if you like that. I don't like because it's just like a plain screen, but some people like that kind of thing. So like now you can uh, you can subscribe to us and check us out on YouTube. That is a thing that you can do, and you can follow us on Twitter at Cosmo Joe Radio, where we every week we will interact with folks, like share stuff throughout the community. And we will always retweet the twab because everybody should be retweet—not well, not retweet the TWAB, but you should retweet the twab. But like everyone should be reading the twab at the bare minimum because He's Twitter is a very cesspoolish up. place. Um,
1: just some quick like overview with the twab. Not a lot going on in here. Just somehow the how- TWAB, twab
0: was stuff. super short. It meant nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, but there are so many like important things that still need to be said. Uh, the new Prime Gaming uh set is out there there's no gun this time it's an emote a ghost shell a sparrow and some Enger, and that's it and i bet
0: you 100 that unless you're a new player you have everything that's in that private gaming set because Uh, like it looks so recycled i don't
1: know i might have the rock out emote it depends if it's the one that you put your foot on the amp or not it is uh then i have all of that i might not have the ghost shell
0: (laughs) Um, the other big thing that was in the TWAB uh, was the fact that um they're actually re-inputting and changing one of the uh the unlockables for the star map, it, like for the season of the plunder, where they're adding in the ability for once a week for you to be able to get a deep sight weapon from your expedition. And so, I'm just like, wow. So
1: some of the pressure in acquiring seasonal plunder weapon patterns, the double perk weapon spoils crew upgrades so the one that gives you the extra perk yeah gives you a free deep sight
0: which also, is so funny to me though is because like every other season season of the risen season of uh haunted and now this they, they had been able to let you once per season even once per week get a free deep sight if you had a number like a grammy you, you had the material to get it but this was the first season they didn't do that everyone kind of looked at them side eyes like what 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 are you doing Bungie?" and then, then now they're like re- they're, they're retroactively going in and fixing it after like so many people already have their deep side weapons done for those guns.
1: Yeah. it's It, this, it made you like have to pick and choose what you were trying to go after specifically.
0: Yeah. Now it's like a
1: little bit more targeted. The other exactly. thing is the uh, hidden crew compartment upgrade now will appropriately reset at weekly reset. It totally but not until the patch goes out live. Out until it, the
0: too. patch goes live, they, they haven't fixed it yet.
1: Right. Pat, it has not been fixed. It just took them a bit to fix it. They're also aware of that same crew upgrade dropping at thirteen fifty.
0: Yeah, They're it's very odd.
1: They're working on it. Other than that, there's not a lot going on. A uh, hot fix next Tuesday when GMs come out. Other than that, there's not much going on in the Twab.
0: Now, like hopefully that 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 uh that that friggin' what call? Hopefully that um patch is gonna weaken light blade that way light blade is actually able to be done but like
1: it's fine so the gm schedule is out pan did you want me to talk about this or do you want to push it
0: yeah sure go ahead before we dive into the deeper topics
1: so the gm schedule is out now it goes from october 4th to november 29th you have it goes glass way light blade fallen saber the Disgraced, Exodus Crash, Devil's Lair, and then it repeats Glassway, Lightblade, and Fallen Saber.
0: What I find so funny about that schedule is they very much know that unless you already have your Conqueror seal like already, the hardest two are going to be um, Lightblade and Glassway. So like, hey, we're going to give you another week to get it done in the event that, that like, you just can't get it done. <laughs>
1: And there are, this season, there is no solar burn. What? There are, there are two arc burn, two void burns, and then all the rest are arc.
0: That's so weird. Okay. Um uh, oh, no, but there's yeah.
1: only one void. It's only like before they flip it back. Because last way it's a void burn, then every other week is an arc burn.
0: That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> if you were interested is it goes dfa mind benders, duty bound Militia's birthright horrors least and then ending with the silica Aroma.
0: what um does that wait which which week is uh horrors least
1: horrors least is the exodus crash that is the week of november 1st
0: gross um Freaking! I gotta! I gotta do fucking light blade for my letters. That feels so no, wrong. Not. Why? Oh,
1: so, here's the thing: if you have your conqueror seal done, you can go do other. uh
0: But you only get one chance. You you, you get like get once chance. you complete you it, it, it it's, it's over.
1: One chance. So you got one chance at doing the disgrace Exodus crash and Devil's Lair. So that's three chances right there.
0: What I find really weird though is they 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 didn't put mind benders with devils like with something that is like more hive theme. Well, more like scorn themed because like like because mind benders and hive, but like still he was a scorn bitch. It's just weird. I don't know. It's, I, think, like,
1: I think putting putting it with light blades is pretty interesting because it's it's a gun they're bringing back and it's a fan favorite gun. Yes, I know you how you feel about the gun and all of its good perks. They gutted all of the good PvP perks. I'm just sitting here like, ah, yes, another shotgun with incandescent. I can go. Oh them. no,
0: no, no! You don't understand when Mindbenders was hot? That motherfucker! We used to rain hellfire on the cruiser. I got it.
1: I got my Mindbenders right before the right before they sunset it, so I never got to like play with it.
0: Like literally, just snapshot, quick draw was just the the or like or if you had slide shot with moving target, just freaking hell was rained down on the crucible for so long and now they're just like hey so we know how you liked some of those perks but we're gonna change some of it and we're like why why are you changing a gun especially if we're gonna give us a returning gun back as an adept weapon why are you changing it and it's like right. thankfully you kept um a snapshot but you took away sli- slide shot and gave us slide And then in the fourth column, nothing from the original run is in the fourth column, and you gave us things like Fragile Focus and Steady Hands. So nine times out of ten, the god roll is probably going to be Snapshot Fragile Focus or Snapshot Steady Hands because I'll probably aim for Snapshot Steady Hands if I'm being honest, because I'll keep it a buck. Fragile Focus is is not what the PvP community thinks it is because the minute you take one bullet of damage, you have a five-second cooldown before you you can use the range buff again. It right. gives you a twenty. Yeah, gives us it, like it has passively grants twenty range, but has a five second cooldown if you take damage. Which means you could have a twenty uh, point boost to your range on on that shotgun. But the minute you take one pellet of damage, it's over. You can get hit by a grenade. You can get hit by a random bullet and hide behind a corner. It doesn't matter. You are out of commission from that twenty extra range for five seconds in the middle of combat. That perk is not worth it. And I don't. I don't care what anyone says. Like fragile focus, that's why when everyone's been crafting um the Leviathan, the last season's haunted shotgun, I'm over here like, what are you doing? Fragile focus is not worth your time. Like I will take any other, I will take freaking swashbuckler on this gun than than freaking fragile focus because at least if I kill somebody, that was a I need a pop filter. At least at least at least if I kill somebody, that shit's gonna do something. But that's yeah. not the hero there. Well, we're we're, we're, we're doing the a gun, PvP I, I will
1: say the gun I'm excited for the most is What's the Militia's Birthright. It is a what the hell is grenade launcher. It's a grenade launcher that can get blinding nades in a. Death Militia's
0: launcher. Birthright.
1: Yes, you can put blinding nade. It, it can roll with blinding nades. Uh-huh. And I'm really in- they. It's a it's a weapon that they that was uh, I think with Curse of Osiris um... when was around. And they brought it back, and they it now has blinding nades, and I believe
0: it rolled... Oh no, it was a, it was a forsaken weapon too. Yeah, it was a forsaken weapon because back in the day, it was just a blinding nade or spike nade with Genesis, Ambitious Assassin, Grave Robber, and Quick Draw, or you could put like auto loading on it. But now it's got a it's got a more of a heftier pool of stuff to go around.
1: Yeah, and that's with the disgrace, so that should be an easier farm.
0: Oh yeah, that'll be really easy because the, discri- can- the disgrace is nothing once you get the hang of it.
1: Uh, when grandmasters open up, it's gonna be the DFA with glassway, so you don't really have to worry about that.
0: Hey, unless you really I want to be I will
1: say I've done testing with that weapon. I've tried to make it work. If you, can it's just it unless
0: work, you really like and it ain't worth your time.
1: It's a one forty.
0: Oh, it feels like a one twenty when I shoot it.
1: It's a it's a one it's a one forty.
0: Weird. Um, unless
1: but, you like that kind of hand cannon.
0: Uh, yeah, not, not, a good, not a good bad. Like it, like the DFA specifically feels like a 120 and a, and when it's a 140, and that bothers me. Um, so, you yeah, know, that, that's just that's the rotation. Um, get excited for that. I, I will be dragging Toll, kicking and screaming through Glassway, it's going to be very entertaining. Um, I'm not
1: the one who's going to be kicking and screaming. I'm going to be laughing my way through.
0: I enjoy Glassway. I enjoy when everyone panics in Glassway oh. because that was the first GM I ever did.
1: Back to the malicious birth rate, Will Crick. It gets the god. It, I'm sorry, but I was looking at the perks and it gets the god roll for a blinding nade launcher of quick draw
0: auto loading. No, the god roll would be auto loading an ambitious assassin because that way you can. Oh yeah, reload. you can do both. Shit. Yeah, you can get ambitious and auto loading. So if you crack somebody with that thing and then you get uh, ambitious, you get auto loaded to rot two, two, two grenades. Jeez. Like screw quick draw. Like unless you're doing PvP stuff with spike nades, that ain't worth it that's just my two cents um but yeah so let's dive into the deeper topics of the evening so first up on the docket before we dive into the the big hot button topic that that, the the, the hot button topic that like had uh the 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 destiny community up in flames this past week we got the news i believe it was yesterday or today that google Google announced that stadia is shutting down i mean and those don't know. Um, it's 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 going to be uh, discontinued in January of, the, of next year. And for those who don't know, uh, Google Stadia was a platform that was basically founded on the idea that you could game anywhere. Like, yeah, you could order the little box and play it at home and do the old school console thing. But it was all cloud gaming, which means all your stuff would be streamed. So like Destiny streamed, um, like Assassin's Creed streamed, like everything would be streamed rather than you installing the game and playing it. And that was the hot idea, because that way you could own the game and you could stream it on your phone, you could stream it on your laptop, you could stream it anywhere and be able to play that thing. And to be honest, the the idea of cloud gaming has been a back and forth idea for a long time, even when PlayStation Now first came out, that was the whole idea behind it was the, the stream game. But to this day, internet uh capacity isn't where it needs to be for streaming to be viable. But I'll give Google this. They tried. They really tried for a hot total, minute. To make it work. Try. And like they even they they brought out they brought out uh destiny on uh Google Stadia with, with Beyond Light and it ran for the past like year and a half two years and it's been kind of cool to watch. So um but but now they announced that um it's going to be discontinued And Bungie announced in their um, uh, uh, Bungie help section that they're going to be having conversations of what to do for Stadia players, whether they can, like, migrate to Steam or migrate to a console for a free thing or something like that, because that means they bought those things. Granted, like, Google's talking about trying to refund everyone's shit, but, like, those people legit bought all of the expansions from forsaken forward on stadia and we're playing them so that means they will no longer be able to access that stuff come january and that sucks granted i always said from jump google stadia was not going to work until we live in an area where everyone has a fiber connection and everyone has better ways to like, like there's still some people who can't even get good texting signals let alone good like internet so until we, we live in an era where everybody's internet is on like top tier for barely the cost, Stadia was never going to work. It was very much going to be like a hot ticket for like higher class people. And you, you would still see people in Destiny with um Stadia, and it was cool occasionally. That like, I remember when we would play Trials or do an LFG, we'd be like, oh, there's a Stadia person.
1: Hey, what's up? You having fun? It's like, cool, come play Destiny.
0: Right. And it's like the, the problem with Stadia, though, is they didn't classify you as a PC player. They would classify you as a console player because Stadia speeds weren't weren't were, were measurable to a console rather than a PC. You could literally play Stadia games on your your computer, but still would be considered a console player in terms of speed. And that kind of sucks. <laughs> 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 and, and, like, I was looking at the chart of, uh, like, because I think it was Destiny Bulletin posted that, like, of all the, of, of the highest active count of of Destiny Stadia players was, like, 5,000. And... Well, not bad. Yeah, that's what I saw, was that, like, it was, like, 5,000 people were actively playing. Because, yeah, because it, it's for... Epic Game Store right now, as of a month ago when it dropped, Epic Game Store now has 13,000 active players. Um, Steam has 305,000 active players. Xbox has 377,000. PlayStation has the highest with 444,000, but Stadia has (laughs) 5,000.
1: I mean, for Stadia, for what Stadia is, that's not bad.
0: It's not bad, but it's not great.
1: Right. It's not great. And it's just, that type of system can't last in the, in the video, the way the video game market is heading with the way technologies are upgrading. Stadia wouldn't be able to last. It wouldn't be able to hang with the big leagues of like PlayStation and Xbox, especially PC with the way you can buff your PC so it can tank so much graphics. It's just, Mm -hmm. at a certain point, you can't handle the technology anymore.
0: What I what I did find funny is that Destiny Bulletin also announced that more people were playing Destiny on Stadia than playing Halo Infinite's multiplayer on Steam, and I was cracking up.
1: Oh, it, that <laughs> we're not a Halo. I tried play, I will say this: I tried playing Halo Infinite. I tried <laughs> the campaign. It was uh-huh. fun. But I just it, eh,
0: eh. So, like, yeah, pour yeah, one yeah, out yeah, for not Halo. Not Halo.
1: It's not Halo. Halo Infinite's not Halo.
0: This is This is the same shit. But like no, pour one out for Stadia. Yeah. Stadia, Stadia. Stadia Stadia you're gone too soon. You were a futuristic idea that wasn't ready for the market, but we salute you for your effort. You get an A for yeah. effort, but a, but a but a D minus for results. I'll give you that. I ain't gonna fail you, but you get a D minus.
1: How did they get like a C? They pass.
0: Okay, yeah, they pass. Like, they got, they got enough people playing. I'll, I'll go. Oh, yeah, why not? See, C- I'll give you a C minus. How about that? I give you a C minus. They
1: barely pass. Like, <laughs> they barely like pass. there. Let Let's revisit this in a few years when technology has advanced enough, right, to where we can sustainably, like you said, sustainably hold this connection.
0: Yeah, that that'll it'll be interesting to look and see what happens in a few years when it comes to stadium. Um. And then there's then there's the, the more interesting topic thats sort of started to plague the Destiny community the past week and a half. So it started ironically with Fortnite <laughs> And that's an interesting way to go. Well, so,
1: credit Fortnite for what they did. It yes, being because
0: like
1: A plus. Yes, because,
0: You're going because out Epic, doing
1: what everybody should be doing.
0: Right, because Epic Games was is the first of p- company to make a stand saying, "We do not approve." of the cronus zen or the or the cronus max being used as a tool or even anything similar to it so like from what we understand the zim is also being quantified into that and we're going to get into what those do in a second but the initial statement was we're not going to be allowing these tools to be used in our games whether it be fortnite whether it be anything else they make you are not allowed to use these in our game and you will be banned and you will be removed from the games until you disable those functions. And I love that. But let's explain how this is now affecting the Destiny community because apparently, for what we've now learned, these different tools have been in the Destiny community a little bit for a long time.
1: I will preface this with, this is the first time I'm hearing a lot of this. Like today, when we were talking about it in our host (laughs) chat, this is the first time I've heard of a lot of this. So, that's crazy
0: <laughs> I, knew about this shit for very, years.
1: I don't know I just kind of play the game I pay attention to what cheats are going on but it's more like I'm just playing my game to have fun and if you're a cheater I hate you
0: so you let's start ruined,
1: you have ruined Dead by Daylight for me Oof. I hate you
0: Oof. Yeah, yeah. Dead by Daylight's had a lot of cheaters for a long time <laughs> it's bad
1: it has gotten to the point where I'm not touching that game
0: yeah it's bad but uh, let's talk let's let's talk about the about the Cronus and the Zim, the, the Zim for a minute. So, yes. the Cronus started as as a thing where originally the intention was to be an accessibility type tool where you would plug in a USB drive and be able to remap your console to be able to use any type of controller. Whether like say you had an Xbox and you wanted to remap it so that way you could use a PlayStation controller on your Xbox, or be able to put in certain scripts that way. The, the your controller, in general, can be more used for accessibility purposes because some people need different button combinations for different things, but they, they have they have accessibility needs. That was the original pitch behind the Cronus. However,
1: right. I love that.
0: Ha- yeah ha- However, at once the Cronus uh, Max two came out and moving forward, more and more you started to see that different scripts and different combinations were starting to be put into this device. To enable things like rapid fire, to enable things like auto aiming—not not literally auto aiming to the point that it's aimbot, but like to the point that it's just enough. Where like you know how if you just hold down on a trigger of a gun that's that's fully auto, but like you don't hold on to the stick to, to control it, it will literally hold your gun damn near in place. That's how oh. well like like oh. they've gotten with this thing now, and. There's different things like, like like you you can even map it to do drop shotting for you, which for those who don't know what drop shotting is, is where you like crouch over and over again like teabag to basically avoid shooting. Uh, no, like, that's, that's coming uh, out.
1: God, that's not drop. drop shotting is more that was it's uh, from Call of Duty when you just straight up go prone and shoot somebody,
0: but crouching. Oh, there's in. that too. Yeah. You get like the, 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 they call it different things. But okay. like okay. there there there's like it basically became a thing where like there's even things where you can map in uh, different movement tactics to help speed. Like you can even map in quick scoping for yourself, different things of that nature that started to evolve with it. And then recently with the Krona Zen, even the company that makes the device has come out and even in their advertising will show that they legit see this thing as a cheating tool. They advertise it as a cheating tool. When you, it even they even say, Pronus Zen, console gaming without limits. They, they When you first in, like like connect the device to your computer or to your game, it has tutorial videos installed on it to show you how to do the cheats.
1: Wait, it has tutorials?
0: It has tutorials on it. <clears throat> like it says, use almost any controller, supports every major platform, digitally mod your controller with free scripts, um you can even have crossover headset audio you can uh connect racing wheels and and make it so you can use a mouse and keyboard on your con- a controller. The different mods and scripts for different game packs will show you how to do different things of that nature or it'll show things like advanced action um you can uh, even mod things for animal crossing and apex and different like even destiny well, and whatnot <laughs> yeah animal crossing too <laughs> And it's just, like, if I even go over to the Apex section, this like, because like, like, collect mine mind is, is, the, is the team. There's anti-recoil. There's uh, profile switching. There's a weapon selector pro. There's different things like that where you can make it so it does different things for you without you having to do a damn thing. And it, it really became, and especially because the way they market it, like, accessibility goes out the damn window. Accessibility goes out the damn window the minute that the company is flat out like, hey, we You're are advertising it, as a, it as a cheating tool.
1: If it's a cheating tool and you market it as that, it is officially a cheating tool.
0: Like there's like it, like it's to the point where like it doesn't even matter. And similarly, Zim, a, a different device, different company, different device. It also has the functionality to help you with remapping controllers and being able to make it so you can use mouse and keyboard on your console. Now, here's the controversial opinion before we dive into, into the, um, the meat and potatoes of these devices. Um, if you use mouse and keyboard on console, you are officially cheating in my book. Because if you are using mouse and keyboard, you cannot turn off the auto-aim. The, not the auto-aim, but like the aim assist. Because everyone knows on console, there's an aim assist functionality to help with consoles because controllers can't move as fast as people on mouse and keyboard can. So if you are using a mouse and keyboard, you are innately cheating because you are using the aim assist. You cannot turn off the aim assist whatever, whatever, no matter what you do. And different people who will defend the Cronus will even say that the, the device is isn't doing anything the controller can't do itself. But you are legit pressing the limits of what a human can do on a device. Like unless you are like bionically enhanced, some of these different features and settings that are even the scripts and mods are made by the developers of the device show that it is pushing the limits. And like, there's even some things that the the defenders can't even defend. Like, but at the same time, there are certain people who are like, Hey, this is still an accessibility for people, like tool for people who have disabilities. Now, my counter to that is the fact that there are, is something similar to this that Microsoft designed years ago that is still being updated with each new console generation. It's a literal modable controller box gamepad thing that is made specifically with people with disabilities in mind made by people with disabilities at Microsoft. And it is being used by people with disabilities on a daily basis to game. And I, and the, and the uh, uh, praise to AstroCross because AstroCross made a video with like even getting, um, statements from the, his community, um, with people who have certain disabilities and they even say, nah, fam. This stuff is flat out cheating. There's nothing you can do about it. This is just flat out cheating. And
1: there is a, a big big difference between using something to help because of a disability and using something to cheat. There's a very big difference. And it, there it, it's a ve- it's a very easy line that is just it's not that hard to cross. It's just you cross it. Now you're cheating. It's just, I'm going to be blatant. If you're using a Cronus Max, you're cheating. If you're using anything like that, you are cheating. Going back to what you said about using a mouse and keyboard on console, it's using your whole arm versus using your thumb. That's what it breaks down to.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: what you're on console you only get to use your thumbs but if you're on mouse and keyboard you have a whole ass mouse pad you have so many directional ranges you can use that it's just you could literally sit there look up while I'm jumping over you I won't be able to react to you and you can just hit me with a shotgun and I won't be able to do anything about it
0: right and it's like when you start seeing mods like that where it's just flat out like rapid fire mode, um, ADS fine tuning, anti recoil, like aim assist. It gets to the point where you have gone farther than what the developers have meant for you to do. And and people's excuse for why they'll still use this device. Like there's even records where pe- like Cronus has, or the, the company that makes Cronus has come out and said, we couldn't meet the demand for people who wanted this device for a while. Where they had to have sign up pre orders for re releases, that shows you how much this device could be possibly being manipulated by the community, and you wouldn't even know it, and that's concerning. So the, the the issue that people are sort of standing on is a they're using accessibility as a shield. There's also people using that. There's nothing against it in um in Bungie's TOS about right, it for
1: now. For, for now. now. Right, I I will say that in legal terms, there is nothing there saying that it's against what Bungie has said. Now, they can change that. They can. They can easily change it, and they have been one of the most forward companies other than, like, Epic against cheaters. Activision, I'm not looking at you, (laughs) because screw you, in Warzone.
0: And I, I, I will give credit to where it's credit is due because there was a YouTuber um, named Fitness and Gaming that I even reached out to, and I might have him on the show at some point to interview him about this. That he's even said that he actively uses the Cronus to help people with disabilities and even disabled veterans be able to play this game and teach them how to have love for this game that that we all love Destiny. Which that's cool, but he
1: fifth, but there's a line.
0: There's a line. And he even says in his video that his backup tool is the Microsoft controller. So, and he even says in his video that while there are some great things about the Cronus that are very helpful, he can't defend the damn near auto aim and he can't defend the, the blatant marketing by the company. So my, like, and and the and I even uh, commented on the video to even pitch the interview as it very much comes off like, we're, 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 like that he's defending the crack dealer because the crack dealer is giving him money to build houses for the homeless while he gives crack to kids. And, I don't think it's like
1: that. I think it's more, it's a, while it's a very good tool for to help people with disabilities, that's, that's where it is. The problem is you can't defend the cheating. The problem is yeah. there's no other software other than what Microsoft has that does that. If there's another software that does exactly what it does, what the Cronus Max does without having the cheats installed, I think people with disability would move to that. Mm -hmm. But it's just if there's nothing else on the market to use, what else do you got? You kinda have to use what you're given.
0: To be fair, yeah. And like and and also my other thing that I kind of like spoke on when I was talking to him was it kind of feels like because Epic is just now making a statement about this and other companies haven't followed suit. It very much reminds me of when the action replay existed and when the game shark existed, where companies just hadn't adapted to this idea that there was like whole ass devices that could overwrite their stuff. I remember for a long time that like in the early Pokemon days where action replay was a thing and you could literally just inject whole perfect Pokemon into your game. And
1: I still have
0: nin- mine, you deviant um and um and um Nintendo legit had to like they have meetings to decide if those Pokemon were legit enough to be in like competitions, and then finally, they were able to figure out the difference in the coding which which could figure out if it was a cheated Pokemon or not, and that took a long time, and even then there started to be things like pokégen where they couldn't figure out the difference regardless. So it just created even more issues in that community on top of the fact. So here it feels like the same thing where there's just companies like like Bungie and and Epic's the first one to speak on it where they haven't evolved the language to even put that in their TOS to combat that. So it feels like like someone just moved the chicken ahead of the egg for a minute and they can't really catch up to it, if that makes sense. So it, it's just going to take a minute for Bungie to put that in writing. If that like,
1: I mean, if you see how long yeah. it took them to fix trials when it had that massive cheater problem. It's more like, okay, we got to go into our code. Well, first we got to get an action plan. Then you have to go into the code, fix everything, build an anti-cheat software, or find an anti-cheat software that works with your software, bug it through, do a bug process, pre-launch it. It, There's a whole step process to everything. On top of that, legal has to the legal department has to draft up documents and who knows how long that takes and all the signatures that have to go into that. And it's just, we're seeing the start of a new era where I think companies are going to be looking at Epic games and being like, okay. And asking them, Hey, can we use your legal document with the Cronus max to basically as an outline for ours? I think that's what it's going to be coming to.
0: And I because can even give Eric a perfect,
1: been very open about sharing their, some of their stuff. Like, the when it first became crossplay, they mm. were very open in sharing that. From what I well,
0: read. And my biggest thing about how I could even flat out say, hey, Bungie ain't figured it all out yet, is look what happened this week in the, the Bungie community, which is the other thing we were gonna talk about um, that I totally forgot about until like t- like a few minutes ago that I even told Tole about. There was a big massive wave ban that went out this past week trying to stop people from net limiting which is like people trying to like basically do the, the new age version of lag switching where they'll control oh. like the internet and 20 they 20. made a really big mistake because some people just have really crap wi-fi and they ended up banning one of destiny the destiny community's biggest creators the guy who created d2 gunsmith like the website and he's oh, out like. <laughs> I, yeah no no D, 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 d2 D two gunsmith it's a different website it's specifically just for guns where you can go through and look at all the stats it, like 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 well, each perk and how it looks on the gun and like he flat out even came out and said yo they banned me i've uninstalled i don't care what even if it was a mess up i don't like i i've done nothing wrong and i'm just gonna stop playing and i'm gonna stop updating the website and now it's a situation of he, that he's been unbanned, and he says, I don't even know what I'm going to reinstall the game, and I'm done with the website. So Bungie made a hell of a mistake when they didn't mean to, and it and it's impacted part of the community now. So there's those little slip-ups that can occur that's kind of bitten um the whole community in the ass. So they know they have to make sure everything is on point. Hell, the whole thing with Stadia this past week... Well, the past 24 hours, has even hurt part of the community in a whole other way which Bungie didn't even know about or didn't even intend to do, where one of their cre- well, well, like one of the um, bigger players in the space uh, who literally used Google Stadia as a tool, he made make a bunch of different Google Stadia accounts and was using that um, to basically create um, infinite uh, checkpoints for different the things like no. yeah, the, yeah, he's lost his ability to do checkpoints now because of Google Stadia shutting down so like it all goes hand in hand of like who like who who who's ass is going to get bit because of a decision. So it all, like so I very much am kind of waiting with bated breath to see what Bungie's going to do because right now they're probably trying to make the best decision possible for their community, and I I, I will vehemently say that the Cronus Zen and the Zim will never be accepted it, on the show. <laughs> Like, no. I, I like, like, I, I will be, and I will be point more point. than happy to have a discussion with Fitness and Gaming because I believe that, like, 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 even to what I said, like, the intentions are great, but man, it it, it looked kind of fishy. It it, it, it
1: it it's more, it's not that the intention it looks fishy. It's more, there's nothing else on the market. If there are right. other products on the market that work with a PlayStation to where you don't have to go and buy an Xbox if you already have a PlayStation mm-hmm it's more or, a, or a pc it's more the the Cronus and the zim are i from what i've been hearing are the only two things on the market that do that yeah pretty much so it, if there's nothing else on the market they have everybody's money for that mm-hmm. so what I, what needs to happen is if someone wants to go out and just make something without cheats if it, they go back and make something specifically that is for Disability people that are having a disability, and they go to every gaming company and be like, This is the product, present it. I know that's hard, that, uh, that's a big ask, but it's more coming from someone who has a business degree and has t- done a major marketing stuff. That is kind of how you have to go about it. Yeah. So that way, they know, Hey, this is the tool, this is not cheating. You show it to them, and it, you know, get more players in their game, buy more V-Bucks, buy more silver. And it's just it's all around good for the company because they'll be making money.
0: Yeah. Especially when Bungie is very much adamant about being there for their community. Right. They want to they want to help people have accessibility for their game, but they don't want you flat out cheating, damn it.
1: Exactly. So that's where it's... the problem with the Cronus and the Zim comes in is there's nothing like it on the market other than that
0: yeah and it kind of so sucks the guy,
1: so the guy you were talking about I'm on his side as if it's the only thing that can help people play more play games I'm okay with that but if you're using it to cheat I am not okay with that there is a line like we've been saying Yep, and it's a very clear line
0: yeah so that's that's what we're kind of gonna lead that discussion we're We're very much open to having Gus on the show to talk about it in the future yes. like we like, like all of our topics, but that's where we're gonna kind of gonna kind lead more re- this is more
1: research this is just my first like time actually talking about this whole subject yeah as a whole
0: but now, now we're wrong. gonna go ahead and <laughs> but now I we're actually think. gonna dive into listener questions we actually had a very like a lot of listener questions for once, so we're actually gonna dive into each of these. And the first one that, that, that kind of like spoke to me in a big way that I wanted to dive into was what makes a good clan in, when it comes oh, to Destiny 2?
1: I uh, Panda, I honestly think you are the most qualified to talk about this. <laughs> you have, if you didn't know, Panda, uh, Panda is, has one of the best clans I've seen in Destiny 2, hands down. <laughs> well, like it's you, a community you. that actually respects each other. We have fun. We joke around. And it's active. There are people.
0: There's In motherfuckers the playing Uno right now while we're recording.
1: Will, you will feel welcomed.
0: Yeah, but and no, sorry. We yeah. gentle,
1: but we have one rule:
0: don't be a fucking Nazi.
1: There's pandas swear, but it's like. That's just, that's it. Just don't be a Nazi. We are. And the
0: sad one, part is, after we invented the rule, we found out there were Nazis in the clan that we had to kick it out. It
1: was a wild week, and we were prepping for King's Fall, and it's just
0: it, it caught us all all off guard. It was. And we were just
1: like, oh, okay. But moving so, on from that topic. Moving on. Yeah. So I think what cultivates a good space for a clan yeah. is having a good leader. It all starts at the top. It really does. Because you have someone okay. who cultivates a space and then finds people who can bring that space up to where it needs to be and keeps it going. Mm-hmm. Shout out to All Might. That man is a fucking legend. In keeping yeah, we'll probably out. have All
0: Might on the show at some point because he's been very much a good help when it comes to like being a part of the team and whatnot. Really.
1: He, shout out to All Might for fucking...
0: Being the GOAT.
1: Being the GOAT.
0: He had a really good Ray leader. <laughs> he, he very really- much stepped up because this man went from Grinding um, a like grinding the corrupted uh, grandmaster corrupted. with us for seven <laughs> hours last season, and then coming into the up. clan and kind of goofing off for a while, and then stepping the fuck up with King's Fall this past season. And I I it very much can to commend the from man.
1: the fun uncle to the fun uncle that gets shit done.
0: Yeah, very much so. So, but and no, um, to t- thank you for like giving me props there, but but but
1: it, it's a space yeah. I I will. I will always say that and I respect you for it because I came in and eh, coming from a space where I kind of just kept LFGing to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. I like I have, my clan was an actor. It was just me and my friends and I'm the only one who played it and then go coming into the clan. And then that season doing my first GMs, doing my first master dungeon, doing my first of a lot of things. And it's like learning what D2 Armour Picker is, learning what Light.TG is, learning a lot more about the game, and learning which YouTubers to watch and which ones to not. (laughs) I'm still a guy who loves Rick Kakis. I will vehemently... Look, the guy has his problems. Rick Kakis here! Look, the guy has his problems, but he has one thing going for him and that the way he, he speaks very clearly and it's very easy to understand.
0: I just I need can... Rick Hackens to, like, stop acting like a freaking uh, telemarketer and talk like a damn human. That's, but
1: that's what I'm saying. The telemarketer voice he does, when I, like, was learning how to do certain raids, it was very easy for me to follow.
0: Is that yeah, why you I... like my telemarketer voice in Kingsfall?
1: It was helpful. It's helpful because <laughs> well, your telemarketer voice goes a bit too far. It's very, like, robotic. But it's more...
0: Please, like, approach your bombs. Please approach your bombs. See what I mean. Forex is on left side, second plate. Like I, I go, That's, like, hey, I'm with it.
1: But it's like YouTuber people that speak clearly are very much helpful. So I give yeah. Rick Haggis that.
0: Um, but no, but, so um, yeah. But like for me, when it comes to making a, like a good clan, because I talked about it on TikTok, but like for all of D1. I didn't talk to nobody. I didn't mess with nobody because I had a bad situation that happened in high school and I just didn't want to mess with nobody. I feared the internet beyond just playing online games. And like destiny was my one exception where I would just tolerate it for strikes and whatnot. I, the only raid I ever did up to that point was chrono's end because I did it all by myself. But otherwise I, I it was all, all, on me. And then, and then once I got through D1, I took a break did did a little growing in college and um met some met some friends and got back into D2 shout out to my roommate uh but she's a, she's in bed right now but like <laughs> she got me back into the game and that's what made me start like going through clans and there are the the biggest rule that you'll notice with clans is that if they're in like I like I don't I don't mean to like put like two on the nose if you're like a dude bro who thinks they know it all and you're the leader of a clan you need to sit the fuck down and reevaluate what you're doing because there is so many clans that i went through i think i went through about six or seven of them where there were just like dude bro leaders who thought they could talk and uh, and allow whatever to happen to happen they'll say like oh everyone's respected oh everyone's this and that but they don't mean it They'll even have people of color in their groups or like a few women who like were like considered one of the bros that they'll let in. But in general, they, they just want to say whatever the hell they want to say and have no recourse for it. And that's the first step of just knowing what not to do. And that's what we say. Don't be a Nazi, because if you even say something stupid, like let me like go back to the early, the early 2000s and saying like, oh, that's gay. Like, no, stop that. Stop that right there. I will be Hillary Duff in a commercial. Don't do that. It's not right. Don't do that at all. Because well, it, it, A, it's homophobic as fuck. B, look, I would
1: like to quote um... <laughs> oh god. Not... The, the Office... If The Office came out today it would not fly. It times wouldn't. have changed. You have to move with the times. The right. Office back in the day... If you look... You're looking at it from the lens of when it came out that's funny. But yeah. today... It's not that funny. Not that yes, funny. some of the jokes still hit and are still funny, but the whole the whole joke where Michael's like, "Oscar, you're gay," ha! Huh? That that doesn't work. work anymore. It don't work no more. That doesn't work anymore. And, and it's like those... played, I, Steve Carell even came out and said that off, the Office wouldn't work today. He's nope. acknowledged that, which means and it's one
0: of, the... <laughs> it's so one of okay. those. That's things... no, fine. It's one of those things where that's the first step of knowing if the clan's bad or just if they allow stuff like that to continue or even like talking down to folks and acting like they're stupid and like especially to women or people of color when they start doing it that's when the things yeah. get bad but then the other thing that that you'll notice with clans in general is not not just being inclusive but also just accepting anybody of any lear- learning level of the game and any your clan and helping Learning that.
1: disability. I want to put that out there yeah. in bright neon green letters. Do we? I will stand here on my... So I'm going to get on my soapbox. Do we? If you don't... People who have learning disabilities or mental disabilities, I want you... I welcome you into this clan. I yes. will take a group of you through a raid, albeit I'm not a very good teacher, <laughs> but hey, I can get you through Deepstone Crypt, I can get you through Garden. I can probably get you through King's Fall. I will take you guys through content. I will help you learn content.
0: Mm-hmm. And you like, are
1: welcome here.
0: That's one of those things where, like, like, I remember even saving a kid from a vault of glass one night because I was just trying to get my pinnacle done, and the clan I was I was in at the time just didn't fly. And I like it was it was early on when I was trying to build my own clan. Later, where I just was doing an LFG, everyone was asleep. And I like I hopped in, and like all these little kid, like, like little punk kids, were bullying this kid who was on the spectrum. And I'm like, I messaged him and went, "Hey, I'll take you through later in the week. You you just come with me, friend me up, and, and we we got it done later." Because I was just bothered by it because people no. act like they can treat people however they want and have no repercussions for not it. Not
1: fly with me,
0: nah. You are out
1: of my fire team, out of my clan.
0: The yes.
1: minute I hear that. Look, but also if you're someone that I played with, and I know I will ask you what is going on. But if yeah. I don't know you that well, it's a one strike you're out. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a wrap. That is um, just, that is my wall. I'm not crossing that.
0: That's a great wall. <laughs> um, but no, it's, like
1: it's, to quote community, it, the y- Yvette, the, the cold brown. You okay with racism? I, but I, I draw the line at i draw the line of animal animal cruelty
0: jesus um, it was, uh, but... the
1: community is a funny show go check it out
0: <laughs> but um the reason why i bring up the any skill level is because there's the old joke of or quit from lfgs where back in the day oh, that, when not a joke. that was serious that, 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 was, that was legit but like there's that old reference for you where people would legit kick you or not allow you. And to this day, you have people who will gatekeep based off your light level if you don't have a specific gun, if you're not a specific class in the game because they want to have the perfect experience that they've painted for themselves. And they want to get through a like the content as smoothly as possible without having to figure out if somebody can be able to get through. And my rule is, I don't even care if you roll them with a blue rocket launcher. Blue rocket launchers can have wolf pack rounds, too. We can get you through a damn he, raid.
1: When, pa- Panda, you taught me this one. When I when you're teaching someone a raid, it's not about what gu- what you you have to use. It's, it's, okay, here is a list of guns. Do you have anything on there? Yes. Please use that for DPS. No. Okay, what do you have? And then you, you gotta build aware. a Rolodex.
0: You can't just be like Gallarhorn or quit. You gotta have a Rolodex of options. I remember when um, Particle Deconstruction was a mod in the game, and Fusion Rifles and linear Fusion Rifles were very good. I went through, I was like, you got a Cartesian? No. You got a uh, fucking, you got a Snorri? No. You, you got that? Okay, cool. You, you got the uh, the Seasonal One? No. Yeah, okay. Do you have a Null Composure? Yeah, because it was free and everyone got it. Cool. Put on a no Composure. And everybody got through the content pretty fucking smoothly. Hi. And if, like, if you, have, you like, do you, like, do you have? And then when it came to linear's recently, up until Taipan came out, it was like, do you have a Storm Chaser? No. Do you have a uh, Cataclysmic? No. Do you have a Reed's Regret? No. Do you have a Sleeper Stimulant? Yeah. Cool. Put it on. And you would, right. just, or even if they didn't have that, put a rocket launcher on them. Just something that would be manageable Anything. to get through the content. Xenophage. Just something to get it's them like, through the content.
1: I, the Type Pan for me was when I saw it was craftable, and I was like. I was, Panic can quote me on this yeah. i was ecstatic when i saw that
0: he was pretty he was excited. like
1: wait what and it took it took you a little bit to understand it's like,
0: like like a day or so because i was like what are they doing and like, like i actually did the mission to understand what they were trying to do
1: and it's like they get that the mission that they gave you it gave you a crafted ar mitt which if you don't know that ar is actually very decent
0: it's very terrifying it, in pvp
1: right and then you get a type hand, which is terrifying in raids because it rolls with triple tap, firing line, and on top of that, vice it has vice stinger as an origin trait.
0: Yup. So now it's literally just a free reads, out. but better.
1: It's a free. It's a better reads regret. Yeah. It's li- not not even better. It's just reads regret reskinned.
0: It's reads regret reskinned like like it literally is the reads regret model without the trial stuff. And it's better than Reed's regret because if you level it up enough and have the ascended alloy, it's better because of the enhanced triple tap, the enhanced right. firing line is better than, than the regular. So it beats out Reed's. The only thing that can make a Reed's regret better is if it's a depth and you can put a depth mods on it. But even, even then, even that's then a stretch.
1: Still, even then, I might do some testing with that, but it's like...
0: Bunny, I think Titan stole it better.
1: made stuff accessible for newer players and newer skills, which goes all full circle back to what we're saying is, you have to be accepti- accept- accepting of everybody, no matter skill level. It's If they need help running pinnacles every week, okay, great. Let's go run some pinnacles. I got to do mine too anyway, so I might as well help you. Now, oh, I got to run a dungeon? Okay, great. I mean, we spent six hours on a raid one day.
0: Oh, yeah, no, we didn't give a crap. Uh, and what and that, and my other thing about it is um one one thing that I learned early on with, with my clan that I made a big mistake of because I remember like the first group of people I had, we were super determined to get a fade breaker seal. We were doing our first ever GMs, and I made a mistake of being too excited about GMs and having grinded all that power level up, and I didn't need the pinnacles anymore. That I forgot to still take people through pinnacles and I lost right. some good people. And I regret that. And I've learned from that. Now, the flip side of that is this goes for any new person that goes into a clan. You will meet a lot of shit people in clans. You will go through right. a lot of bad groups of people to go through different clans and we will try to get you the best one possible. But one thing out the front that I've had that we've learned that people have learned recently is that people have nine to fives people have different people people are in school people different things and not everybody can take you through content 24 7 so there's a there's a setting of expectations that not everyone understands like not like like, like people just like assume a, a clan can do everything at all times but not everyone can do that
1: it's okay in a clan setting if not a lot of people are on it's okay to go run an lfg Yes, it's okay to go do that if no one's on. If you need to go run something for a raid pinnacle and you no don't one's on, go for it. Go meet new people.
0: Help recruit, <laughs> like, like, do really that.
1: Help recruit.
0: And but also, like, that set that brain for you so that way you don't like, 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 because granted, mo- a good clan will go out of their way to help you as much as they can. But sometimes they they just can't. Sometimes
1: it it's a two way street. You have to. That people w- will help you but you also have to help yourself
0: at mm-hmm. the
1: same time it's not just hey can you help me do this great you need to help yourself help do it too right it's more like if no one's on just go throw on some tunes and go grind go play through matches of gambit that's literally what i did this week and i fucking hated it
0: uh, i, have to I do gambit hated it tomorrow at gambit.
1: Some point. And I won all three matches. And we I need was, to do
0: a Gambit Summit at some point and talk about what what the fuck is wrong with Gambit.
1: I think we not even a Gambit Summit, just a Gambit episode. Like I'm saying, like,
0: like a Gambit episode of like going through know, a maybe, figure. Maybe,
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk about it later, but we're play we're we got some things <laughs> in the pipeline that coming up that I think you guys will enjoy. Our listen, your, our listeners will really enjoy. Yeah, what we're planning. Well, I'm not going to it- take I'm not going to spoil anything yet because I want it to be a nice surprise for you guys when we get it rocking. But when we do, it'll be worth it. Most it'll be definitely really worth it. Now, I want to actually do you have any any um thoughts you want to end this question on before I move on to the next one?
0: Yeah, sure. Um I think the last thing that I would I would I would love to say is don't give a don't be complacent in a clan. If you're uncomfortable, and the reason why I say that is, leave. leave. It is okay. The the reason why I say that is, I had a friend that was like legit, like the clan mom, who like I I I I went to her for everything. I thought she was the bomb, but then because she was friends and she was a part of the leadership, and she even had went through a clan merger where the clan had joined with another group, and she was trying so hard to keep it together. That when someone was being hella racist to me, she was like, Sometimes you just gotta eat that. I'm like, no, 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 no. And that's where her and I kind of parted ways of like, you, can't you eat that. No. You can't no. eat that. No. And it just like that was where we parted ways because she was trying so hard to keep things together that she lost a friend. And that sucks. So right. never be complacent in your uncomfortability.
1: If you're uncomfortable in a situation where there's racism, homophobia, anything. Just Dip. There, you can always hit up anybody on this podcast. Any of and the we got people. you. You can come join our clan. We are oh, we welcome you. We want more people. We got we got a bunch of screwballs. We love we love pe- those kinds of people. We love. The,
0: the wild people. We're literally led by a bunch of queer people. Like, we, we, we literally really? do this. Shit. The clan is needed after, after Satan's Osiris because we wanted it to be a queer led clan.
1: I, I. Saint to me, from going from. I'm going to just go off my little tangent. Do it. Again. Saint in season. Oh, God. It was. I think season 14. When he and Mithrax are sitting there battling the Vex. That is what I aspire to have this clan be. Is just it doesn't matter if we were enemies beforehand or not. You still have a place here. Mm. I will still fight for you.
0: Good shit. But what were and you, just, in, what, what, you
1: see that you see that evolution going forward to this season between them? And it's awesome to see.
0: Most of But what's our next question, Dole?
1: So the next one I actually wanted to get into is what what uh create a new exotic weapon. And what does it do? Oh. Um
0: and, or I uh, we can also
1: involve that into armor.
0: Okay. This is a really good. One. So um. for
1: me I actually want another heavy shotgun. We already have t- or
0: like a- <sighs> You gotta stop this.
1: <laughs> I want something that kind of I want something that'll shift up the DPS meta. Oh, okay. Like, you had something that's not, like, all-powerful, like Galhorn once was. I'm talking something like just leave simulant, where you use it, and it, like, it does a good amount of DPS. Uh-huh. Maybe not a linear, because we're getting too many linears. But, like, maybe a heavy another heavy fusion rifle that does pretty good DPS.
0: Hmm. For me, um, I feel like well, first of all, hashtag fix eternal warrior twenty 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 two.
1: That's a, like that's. I think that's going to be on next week episode. Yeah, so. that will make
0: that a whole episode is re, redoing exotics. But like um, in terms clock. of an exotic that would matter, I feel like there needs to be a way. I don't care if it's like. There, there needs to be a stasis titan exotic that doesn't just like give you an ice wall. There needs to be a titan stasis exotic, or like it could be like a titan anything exotic that gives you more protection when you're going. Like I feel like I need a sta- uh, like a pair of standisides that give you an overshield when when you're shoulder charging. And the reason why I say that, it, or even I have even. Well, well, like, well, the, the issue with standard signs is that they the, the overshield goes away when you shoulder charge. That's the issue. So, like, yeah. even if they would fix standard signs to do that, I want an, an exotic that or, that works with any type of like, like that gives you an overshield while you're using a Titan melee of any kind. And the reason why oh. I say that is it's multifaceted because a the biggest issue that I have with a t- uh, Titan shoulder charge right now is that they're like, hey, we we're, uh, People complain too much about it, about it being a one-shot. We're going to take away the one-shot potential unless you're wearing peregrine greaves. My counter to that is you have situations where you know, because you're trapped in the animation, the other Guardians can literally punch you or shotgun you or kill you while you're shoulder-charging. After you've shoulder-charged them once, they have enough time to react. Even if you're like, the, like a, like a, like, like a beasting of health and you have that much left, they can still react in the time that you're trapped in the animation and kill you. Um, and A, first of all, Bungie, why is it that when I shield bash somebody, if I Captain America shield bash somebody, why am I able to take damage through a shield? But that that like that's part of it. But also, it's like there should be something to, to that you can trust to defend you while you're trapped in that animation because there's no way to escape that. Right, someone can make the argument that it's a catch twenty-two. You're choosing to do that, but also there should be right. a defense mechanism because either speed up the, the shoulder charge that way you exit the, the the stance of it, or make it more like the stasis melee where you can literally exit the stasis melee and deactivate the animation and be able to punch somebody like a cancel, I, like be able to cancel it if anything.
1: I think they should just speed up the animation for it. to be honest. Yeah, By but just also speeding up the animation because then that takes away it. from what. Because that's special to Stasis.
0: Yes. That is, that is
1: special for it.
0: But so also my of counter that to that.
1: away something that's import, like intrinsic to Stasis, let's just speed up the animation. Let's just right. Up...
0: But my counter to that also is, I don't know how I feel about Ball giving you an overshield, I feel like that'd be kind of broken, but the other reason why I was thinking that that uh, an overshield during a Titan melee could be very interesting is for Thunderclap. Because we
1: started on that. I'm I'm
0: that's what I'm saying. Like right right now, Thunderclap can do nothing. Like unless you just get a perfect charge of it off and you one-shot someone, good for you. The the exotic they rolled out with it does nothing. Like AstroCross made a whole video where he was clowning on it because it legitimately does nothing. Like it's pre-nerf or like its glitched form where it made even just barely charging the Thunderclap like the, the kill you. That and made sense
1: pre-nerfed Lorelei.
0: Right, like it, it could kill you in pre-nerfed Lorelei. That made sense if it was the exotic that could do it. But if you're trapped in an animation, an exotic that could give you an overshield for a short time during a melee action would be really cool. And also, it could chain with things like Knockout, where you are punching literal basic ads and getting protection. And it would take some tweaking and tuning, that way it works in both sandboxes, both PvP and PvE, but I feel like it could be very beneficial to Titans of just protecting you when the game can't protect you enough, if that makes sense.
1: Actually, I want to change my answer. I want it. an exotic that will intrinsically change your super, like um, huh? like the Hunters have with uh, Celestial Nighthawk. I want something that changes your super so it does something just a little different to make it interesting. So, like, you have hmm. thought you have with uh kyrus of the falling star it makes your thunder crash a lot better what if we had an exotic for like a warlock exotic that changed your well of radiance to a, a damaging well so you slam down the sword and it bur- sends out bursts of solar damage
0: ooh. instead
1: of a healing ooh. it does damage
0: ooh <laughs> that's kind of clever okay cool i see, you, I see or, you
1: and it's like something for titans that would probably maybe change oh god bubble or well they technically did that with
0: with St. 14 home St. 14 helm kind of like already blinds people um that, i
1: have a. I want that that should actually instead of blinding people it should suppress them
0: no i think blinding works specifically well, because, no, because
1: bl- the reason i'm saying it shouldn't is because of blinding is a part of arc
0: well, no, the reason why I like that it blinds in the bubble is like it, it can do blinding and suppression in the bubble, too. But the reason why I like that it doesn't because if it weren't for that blinding effect or specifically for ads where it just yeah. makes them go dumb and they, they can't do anything while they're blinded, they would be mul- like I wouldn't have gotten my fate breaker seal like that right. bubble protecting you, blinding those enemies like it saved you from dying to supplicants in Master uh, Atheon so I have a lot of respect for what Saiyan 14 Helm does because of that Um, I want
1: an exotic that changes like what I said changes how the super works Yeah, an exotic weapon fuck the Quicksilver Storm was like my like hey we should put something that has a grenade launcher in it with an AR that would be really cool and they did that (laughs) Quicksilver is awesome by the way
0: so over feels like a mistake. It feels like like someone had an idea in in development, and now it does too much, and now it's gonna end up being the new Telesto, and then people are afraid of it. I feel like it, I that they was a problem
1: fixed it. i I think they actually fixed it they did and, but I on it, so i'm gonna still stick with my idea of they should bring in or maybe they should bring in something that works like um tractor Cannon and div give us a third option for that.
0: Really cool. I'll just did, give Titans back melting point. That's, about,
1: uh, and that's a whole look. We're never gonna get melting point back.
0: We <laughs> miss melting but, point. But <laughs> make Halifire Heart specifically does. give you melting point. How about that?
1: Yeah, but give us give the players another weapon that does debuffs. Because if every with the whole Divinity debate, what if they just <laughs> give us another gun that does what Divinity does? not specifically what it does but it debuffs them so it gives you another option like right. it, it, the debuff it gives is the same as div it just doesn't give you the crit bubble so now kind of cool. it gives you the option of okay do i want to use the gun that gives me the sick like a bit more like it would be a bit more of a crit it wouldn't give you the crit but it would give you more of a debuff and it doesn't stack with div yeah it doesn't stack so either you get div and it's in the crit bubble, or I use the other one, and you don't get the crit bubble. So then it turns into the situation of okay, let's you which one do you get to pick and choose which you use. Right. And the way I would make it balanced, make it a seasonal exotic, put it in the battle pass.
0: <laughs> um... That way,
1: every player can get it.
0: No, no, no. I would make it the same way Div is, where it pays a pain in the ass. Because that way, no, no, no. Because, that way... because if you just give it out like candy, it ends up being a fucking debacle of like everybody, everyone has it and everyone thinks it's a pay to win. And you have to pay the $10 to get it. That's well, no No, because if it's
1: in the Battle Pass, you get it for free.
0: Oh, yeah, because if you get what? to like level 30 or whatever, you get it for free. Right.
1: So no matter what, everybody would have it.
0: But I think the reason why divinity is very coveted despite the issue is that you have to do something for it. Right. You have, you have to, to put the work in for it. So it's like not only do you need to own shadow keep, you have to literally go back through guardian I heard
1: Garden. free now. No, it's not. Oh, that's what I heard from some people.
0: Shadow keep costs money. Oh. So like like you have to pay for shadow keep and then you have to go through and do all of that oh, do the entire puzzle if there's another puzzle and like in another du- like dungeon or raid for it cool but I feel like it would devalue it and make it too accessible for everyone if they just made it so like hey you can do like oh, it's, I, it's divinity I,
1: 2.0 I think I know what you, we could do not the not season 19's dungeon season 21's dungeon could do that
0: Jesus um
1: because we know so, that we're getting a dungeon season
0: 21. Yeah, we know that. But like still. Um and then the last question I wanted to end on was asked by our own Discord, by our own clan Discord. And I wanted to give a shout out to to uh to who, who said it. I wanted to like, like cuz it was a, it was a good idea. It was Seraph. Um where they they asked um freaking where to go um if like it like what would we actually was fat uh should stasis receive an update to help its popularity in contrast to lights uh 3.0 here's the thing the 3.0 system is what is what, what they use to base state but that is what was like used like from stasis of that. my biggest issue right now and w- with stasis is that class huh
1: in my opinion, it's more of a PVP subclass. Exactly. PvE subclass. Like
0: there's a really like because without focusing lens as a as a seasonal mod, no one uses Silas and Squall. Um we found out recently that the Titan Super can be kind of fun for PvE, but it's very niche. Right. And oh. and the problem with the Warlock exo- the the Warlock stasis is that it's super busted in both pve and pvp no matter what you do stasis warlock is busted in pve and pvp and bungie has yet to pay attention to that they tried a little bit with like nerfing the grenade cooldown but then they just said here here's the optimacy gloves that just give you (laughs) two two grenades anyway and it was like you just you just your entire problem it was like hey we're gonna negate you. we're gonna lower your cooldown, we're gonna give you two grenades. And it's like what?
1: So I think the way to fix stasis and bring it back is give it another super. Honestly. Make two <laughs> supers for stasis. It sounds silly, but I My think bet. if you get if you look at the other subclasses now, every subclass has at least two supers, a few melees.
0: I think a few the, other the I think the biggest problem that Stasis has is that kind of it's kind of like personally what you said is they they was it was it's more geared for PvP, but with Titans and Hunters, it's been nerfed into the ground so much because of PvP that the Shatter mechanic, specifically the specifically the Stasis Ice in game, is well apparently Shatter Dive is a back, and which pisses me off, which uh. T- t- Bungie, oh. if you're gonna like if you're gonna stealth rebuffs Shatter Dive, you better stealth buff Shoulder Charge. is all I'm saying. But like in general, my issue with it is there's no reason to use Stasis in PVE for Titans and Hunters, unless it's a niche option. Because unless you're, like fucking around, yeah, unless, unless like, you're messing around. Like, there's no reason to choose it over things like Bubble or Thunder Crash. There's so no have, incentive. Even
1: solar... Titan is a better option, even with yeah, the nerf. Why it's still a better option for PVE because you know you can keep yourself alive. You
0: and then when you look you at have it from that a fallback, and when you look at it from a PvP standpoint, especially for Stasis Titans, it's the slowest super in the game charge-wise. Like All the you titan will, are. like you will never get your super. It, when it comes to stasis. And that sucks. Like, it really sucks. Especially like, like So it feels like you're you're decentivized from using that subclass because it's not valued in that mode. And... Bungie
1: really needs to take a... This is just an opinion. But Bungie needs to take a season where it's an... Like what Rainbow Six Siege did. Operation Health. They need to do something like that because there's so many... Things that need to be fixed in the game. Supers need charge time reworked across the board. Every super needs to be reworked.
0: Because, like, I understood what they were trying to do, trying to do with like limit supers and PvP, but right. then you have things like Bubble and Well that can that are the fastest, and then you have like every other hunter and warlock super that can charge to co- combat those two, but then like. Maybe a thunder crash will charge in time, but that's a it. Burning mall. Maybe a burning mall, and that's very rare. So it's and like it's just... the rest of them. Nah, fist of havoc. Nah, regular hammers. Nah, stasis. Nah, Sentinel no Shield. <laughs> you're funny. Go like nothing will happen. And, and it, it's, it's just yeah. com-
1: coming from two Titans, where we don't have an opposing Hunter or Warlock view this week. Where it's like we can't <laughs> go back and forth on that and that's something we're going to discuss more in a later episode, but Bungie needs to go and fix a lot of stuff.
0: I think season 19 just needs to be the just the rebake season, where like they're not fix gonna exotics, do uh, you, I, wish. I don't think they're
1: going to do it yet, because that's the season before Lightfall, and making too many changes before a big expansion is no bueno, because then that shakes up too much, and then people do not know what's going on. I think waiting to do it like now, the season of plunder time is a good time to do it because it's you have a season before and a season you have a season you have a buffer season beforehand where you can fix changes.
0: Yeah, that would be nice. You get ready. But like in general, we need to fix exotics, both armor and weapons. Because, and one thing, if we ever have a just de- a sandbox dev on, I would love to really get their opinion on the fact that like there's some guns that are just unused queen's breaker we Queen breakers bow Darcy. was dar- like well i'm speaking of, of queen's breaker as a, as, a, as a reason of it was nerfed because of gambit and even when particle deconstruction was a what was a thing it wasn't even viable then and that tells you right there that there's just a lot of exotics like like Queen breaker like Darcy, like wi- like Whisper still needs help. I know Bungie's afraid to buff Whisper back to where it could be viable and in, game in, in, in PVP PvE, but like you need to put Whisper back to where it was because it's it's at a point where no one uses it. Like it's not like you see more people using Izanagi's over Whisper. If you put Izanagi's and Whisper at a, at like an even playing field. They will both be a trusted source for like, like because there's going to come a point where Laniers are just nerfed. You know it's going to happen, and, it, and and still the one trusted tool of every titan is is Inagi's. We need yeah. to get back to a point where everyone's trusted tools are things like Izanagis and Whisper. Outbreak is back to where it should be. Like we need to get back to where these guns are your fallback plans when the meta shifts. And I right really now, think Whisper Bungie isn't.
1: Shouldn't be afraid to buff things. Because honestly, fuck it. Let it happen. Let things be buffed. Let things have fun. I but know also, before yeah. Bungie used to be very lax the days ago about it, but nowadays they're very much on top of it. Yeah. So if things start getting out of control, they can just disable it. Yeah. Do do with grenade launchers? They can do that. They have the ability to. So why not try and buff new things? Let guns, let, let exotic guns be the more powerful guns.
0: But here's the caveat with that. Here's my asterisk to that. Let okay. them be guns, but but build them differently in each sandbox. Yeah. The reason why I say that is because going back to the Queen Breaker thing, there's no reason why Queens should have been nerfed into the ground because of Gambit. There's no reason why things like Sleeper should be nerfed into the ground because of Gambit. Or like people are crying out now in Gambit for Xenophane to be nerfed when it shouldn't be. Like, is
1: like, in a perfectly healthy place. They
0: just put, like, Zeno didn't even get, like, a, a buff or anything. They just said, hey, we fucked up. We're putting it back to the way it was when it first came out. And they're like, hey, okay, cool.
1: Zeno, a lot of exotics are in a healthy place. The problem is everything gets outshined by linears, because linears right now are the max <laughs> DPS. But I want to continue this conversation a second. I just want to go back to the community question. Yeah, sure. From Fat. So, but... I I really think the way to fix stasis is there's not a lot of customization in stasis right now because you're kind of locked into one melee, one super. I think if they come out and give stasis new supers, new melees, don't touch the grenades.
0: Don't touch the grenades. Don't do it.
1: (laughs) But just a new super for every subclass and a new melee for every subclass would be perfect.
0: Yo, like, 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 yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Like, like, here's a great idea. You gave Titans the icicle lance. How about just like, like instead of giving us a giant fist as a super because you think giant fists are what Titans want, give us a giant lance. Like literally, just, let us let us run around like with a fucking giant javelin and just fucking ram shit. You know like that would be, be awesome. Javelin
1: i think it should be like one of the giant anime swords
0: no 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 just a javelin like, like keep it the way where we've already established the uh the icicle lance just give us a big javelin that you can or, or, or like uh like like, like like a literal like um um jousting lance like, 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 like a giant like jousting lance
1: it's because it, it, people might think it's too close to the hunter arc supers So giving us like a massive like big sword that you kind of swing, swing, slam kind of stuff. Well the the
0: reason why I'm saying the lance is because like the the concept's already in the game. Just get make it bigger. Just make it like a big ass ice lance that you just like run around with and just like like, just like like joust. Just fucking joust things and just break it. And then the final joust that you do as like the soup, like the, the, the giant ult is just throw it at a boss. And all the crystals just shatter and do a bunch of shatter damage. That'd be so cool. Or, I like, for, for the
1: hunters, it should turn more into like a night stalker type ability where, yeah, you like, like yeah, let, ic- let those, those
0: freaking icicles those... Sla- yeah, like just go ham.
1: Let them use it as a melee, mm-hmm. or better yet, or and then add it so like you could throw it at somebody and then it comes back to you, but it uses a quarter of your super damage.
0: Yeah, super that'd be kind of cool.
1: And for Warlocks, Warlocks, it's kind of hard because they have the whole, the whole thing is built around their icicle staff that shoots the projectiles. So what if they just shot a a beam of ice? Like, what if they did that? Yeah. Like Chaos Reach, but now it just freezes everybody and everyone... It's just That that would need to be
0: really controlled in PvP because I could get out of hand really fast. I was
1: thinking about it and I'm like, that's not a good idea for PvP. So it's coming to like, what could warlocks do with that staff? Yeah, and it's just, I don't know.
0: It's a work in progress, but like it's we what what we're saying is we have some cool ideas, budgie hire us, but like
1: <laughs> not but, even hire us, just take our ideas, make the game better. We'll do. Right. We'll give you ideas
0: for free. <laughs> um, but you know, we're 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 gonna go ahead and wrap up the episode. Um, mm-hmm. but we'll definitely have more things to talk about next week. Uh, there's hints that there's things going on, and that like, well, that there's some big lore reveals that we'll probably have a guest on to talk about lore here soon because things are getting hot. But i been d- very
1: happy with the direction <laughs> of the story this season.
0: It's been pretty fucking nice. like it,
1: it. It had a very slow start, but the, the past two weeks have been like, okay, we've had our slow start. All right, Let's we're turn going. it up. Let's go.
0: Let's turn up. So you know, it's definitely gonna be exciting. Um. Tol, what's your closing statement for this week
1: my closing statement is if you're looking for a clan hit me up me- comment on one of my tiktoks i know i haven't uploaded in a while but i'm gonna start uploading on tiktok again comment or on just message
0: us on twitter people. like just hit us up
1: for real. my twitter is inactive right now don't mess with me on my twitter
0: message the friggin podcast twitter dork yeah but yeah but just hit us up we want to we welcoming- give you a home
1: not, yeah, we'll give you a home, we'll give you a place to play with people who want to teach and help you learn content.
0: Mm-hmm. We have
1: people that know, we know almost every activity in the game. We have people that know how to run stuff,
0: uh huh. So, you know, um, my closing statement is there's a lot of people giving Bungie shit recently. Like, I saw today in the Twab post of just like people being super upset there wasn't more stuff in the twab to talk about and y'all some ungrateful people on some real ish because bungie just gave us a whole showcase When I'm, I'm not like i try dick ride or anything but like they just gave us a whole showcase of all their upcoming plans for, for next year and, and like what's going on in the game now and what they're excited about and what they're hyped about but you're still going we want more and what else can they give you like like, for real like we like we know there's a dungeon coming next season we don't know what next season is gonna be but that's fine we haven't even gotten through this season has there been some bugs yes has has some of the content has some issues yes we can discuss that in a nice way and not be dicks like there's just people being flat out just messed up. And, and like, I, this so goes awesome. back to what we talked about previously of just y'all wonder why Bundy's got more close to the chest about stuff because they don't want to freaking, um they, they don't want to have a bad reaction. We even had one of the community managers telling, uh, like, like telling a, a Twitter person a couple days ago, not to leak something because people were already posting leaks about festival. Of the lost. And the community manager went, please don't leak stuff. And that's sad that we have to do that, that they have to do that. I mean, like,
1: it, it, It's festival of the loss. We kind of know what we're getting.
0: We, we already voted on the damn mechs. <laughs> Y'all know what you're getting. <laughs> Why, we Why do you need the to leak it?
1: We don't need, you don't need to leak anything. We know the skins. We know the outfits we're getting. We know a lot. We know what the event's going to be. We don't know how they're going to change it. And it's literally not even a month away. It's literally like two weeks, two, three weeks away.
0: There's like, I'll still die on the hill that, like, leaks are fun to look at occasionally, but they were leaking stuff little, less than 24 hours before the frickin' Bungie uh, presentation. And that, that was, was just despicable.
1: I literally had to turn, I turned off Twitter, I muted a certain, I muted our, uh, our leak chat, just because I was like, it's 24 hours.
0: Right, like we, they can't wanna, even I do this. They want to do.
1: Experience yeah, reacting to everything.
0: So and it's just getting
1: to go fuck around in Kingsfall.
0: So just in general, like, just be more like like there were people who leaked the freaking last week's cutscene, like the week the season dropped, like what? <laughs> so it's just in general, just be nicer to Bungie, but like 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 obviously you can have your fair discussions about things you can like if Bundy does something fucked up you can have a discussion about it but don't be a dick like like i ha- i hate that i have to say that in this day and age just like don't be a dick to the developers when they're working their butts off in whatever circumstances they are like that's what i believe about that at. uh but don't forget folks that you can listen to podcasts on spotify apple podcast twitter uh, Twi- twitter youtube amazon music and audible all those great places we uh, we will be back next week with a brand new episode for you folks because we love this community. We love talking about this game, and we will always be here as long as we can be. We're trying to do do, do some more collabs. We're try, we're hopefully gonna do a PvP discussion next week, but if not, we'll still be here talking about the latest news and whatnot. So get ready for that, um, and we Even will catch if, you.
1: Like we don't, we'll still have a bit of like a topic of PvP.
0: Oh, you know, because okay. like the recent discussions of PvP are kind of hot, and I want to talk about it. <laughs> like trials also, is having some heat recently. It now.
1: Trials map this weekend is
0: going to be. It's gonna new. be a Vex map. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a Mercury map. I'm calling it to be a Mercury map. Nah, not a Mercury. it's gonna
1: be the Dreadnought one. It's gonna be. Pain I hope not. I hope It's gonna not. be pain and suffering.
0: That map's too big for Trials. I'm. I, I it's just. too big. And um, the weapon
1: is gonna be the shotgun.
0: If it's the shotgun, I'm gonna be there all damn weekend. You. I. I want my perpetual motion opening shot. Calling it now. <laughs> But uh, but we will catch you folks next time, uh, and we will catch you star side. Peace out. Peace out,
1: yo.